Good morning. It is Tuesday. It is September 27th. We're continuing with our devotion on Habakkuk and chapter 1 and then chapter 2 through verse 4. So Habakkuk ministered to the southern kingdom of Judah. And by this time already, the northern kingdom of Israel had been carried off into captivity because of their impenitent sins of foolish boasting and self-indulgent living. Unfortunately, Judah wasn't much better. Led by King Manasseh, Judah fell to an all-time low in morality. Listen to how the Chronicle describes Manasseh in 2 Chronicles chapter 33, verses 6 and 9. He writes, He sacrificed his sons in the fire in the valley of Menhenan, practiced sorcery, divination and witchcraft, and consulted mediums and spirits. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger. Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray so that they did more evil than the nations of the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. Wow. Amazing, huh? So faced with such evil every day, Habakkuk and others, God-fearing people, cried out to the Lord. Habakkuk sobbed in, in chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. He says, How long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen or cry out to you violence, but you do not save. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Interestingly, Habakkuk Sob has been echoed by the saints in heaven. The Apostle John reports in Revelation chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. He says, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony that they, they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of earth and avenge our blood. Again, Revelation chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And although it didn't seem like it, the activities of the wicked had not escaped God's notice. God only knew what the wicked were up to. He already had plans in place to deal with them. God said to Habakkuk, Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people, who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwelling places not their own. That's chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. And just as the northern kingdom of Israel had been carried off by Assyria because of their sins, so God would allow Judah to be carried off by the Babylonians. God's answer, however, only led to more sobbing from Habakkuk. Listen to verse 12 and 13. He says, O Lord, you have appointed them to execute judgment. O rock, you have ordained them to punish. Your eyes are too pure to look on evil. You cannot tolerate wrong. Why? Why then do you tolerate the treacherous? Why are you silent while the wicked swallow up those more righteous than themselves? The Babylonians, Lord, aren't they even worse than the wicked that we have to deal with right now? Habakkuk wasn't so sure that God's cure was preferable to the disease. Although the Babylonians had, had yet to
to become a superpower. Their reputation as being cruel and ruthless fighters was already well known, and, and to fall in their hands would not be an, an enjoyable experience. Has that ever happened to you? To it, where you pray for God to deliver you from some hardship, only to see things get worse. What's happening? Has God become so busy that he's forgotten about you? Or even worse, are the events of your life beyond his control? We, of course, know that neither is true. But we do see through the experience of Habakkuk that God is not shy about using hardship to draw us closer to him. Yes, the Babylonians would inflict pain on the people. But in the end, God would deliver them. Therefore, he wanted Habakkuk and other believers to be patient. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, give me the strength to be patient. And when I suffer hardship, may it draw me closer to you. Amen. Thanks for being, being with us today. A lot to think about. A lot of evil going on that is being shared with us um, this morning in God's Word. And some of that impacts us. But we may have experienced something just like that. Process that a little bit. Think about those times in your life, if you have some. And then look at the ultimate answer that God has given you. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. We'll continue this tomorrow. Bye-bye.